if you could identify what it feels like just before you give up, if you've got a challenge or a problem and you're working really hard to fix it and it doesn't work, if you pull back and just work on yourself and get into a better place and you go back to the problem, often the problem's not there anymore. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover how your feelings can influence your decisions, dealing with uncertainty and living an anxiety-free life. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times so that the audience, you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new and interactive way. This is the ninth episode and our guest today is Dr. Steve Taubman. Dr. Steve Taubman is a highly successful entrepreneur who works hard and has taken his business to new levels. In addition to that, Dr. Steve is also an international speaker, best-selling author of Bulletproof, and also mindset expert. He helps people discover their blind spots and awaken to their true potential. His work was reviewed by the world's most respected thought leaders, including Brian Tracy, Mark Victor Hansen, Sharon Lester, and Dan Clark. Guys, I have the pleasure to introduce to you Dr. Steve Taubman. Hey, Dr. Steve. Hi, Alexandru. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I'm actually curious, like, first of all, thank you for being here. It, it's a huge uh, pleasure for me to, to have you here as a guest. And thank you for accepting it. Like, your background is amazing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm grateful to have you here. <laughs> I'm grateful to be here. I'm actually curious, like, what makes you excited to, to come to, to our show? Or what are you curious to discover? You know, first of all, I always sort of follow my spiritual nose wherever I feel led. I like to just go and I don't like think it through too much. Uh, you and I connected um, and I just got a good feeling and you told me about the game and I thought that sounded fascinating. And, and I love the, um, you know, the way that you're, you're taking uh, the desire to understand how the mind works yeah. and, and making it into a game and giving us a chance to do something that, that maybe helps us to suddenly have an epiphany or some aha uh, and have some fun at the same time so that really excited me yeah yeah that's actually what what we are uh, we are looking here to see where will be the epiphany <laughs> so thank you for being here and i got that intuition was uh, was really powerful in this and thank you for following the intuition yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're gonna have, have fun today good so this is the hey Psst. one second before we start the show i have a small request for you could you please write us a review on Apple iTunes. This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. today. Good. So this is the, the Voltura game, Dr. Steve. And this is how we're going to play the game. The first thing that we're going to do is to roll the dice. So I'm going to roll the dice and you please tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Okay, so it's free. Now, please read the card. Describe your hero using one word. Um, Albert Einstein. Mm -hmm. And what is like one oh, word that describes? Describe mm -hmm. Okay. Um, curious. Curious. Okay. Good. And now... The next step is to spin the wheel. So please tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. 
in love. Love. Mm -hmm. So is the question, um, how does curiosity uh, play into love and how does love play into curiosity? Exactly. Now connect the the word with the point of the way. Well, that's a great, that's a great thing to think about. You know, I believe that curiosity is love. I think that when we get out of our uh, judgmental head, where we're trying to fix things and assess them and decide what's right and wrong, what, you know, what people should or shouldn't do, and we simply accept and allow and do it from a place of curiosity, Mm. then we're demonstrating love. Beautiful. It's like, I'm hearing here, like, acceptance on the same time, like curiosity and acceptance, like, no more wrong or right, it's just like what it is and be curious to what can be discovered. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. The next step is questions. So my question for you, Dr. Steve, is um, what is something that you're, let's say in general, in love, what is something that you're really curious to discover? Like something that like you ask all your life, like what if, or what about this? You know, I work with a lot of people who have anxiety and have emotional pain. And I myself have had anxiety and emotional pain. And when it flares up, uh, I've learned great tools to be able to um, deal appropriately with it and not fall into it. But if I could figure out the magic formula for making it dissolve completely once and for all more quickly for myself and for others, that would be a question I would ask. How can we how can we take all that old baggage, all the old stuff inside of us, and not just learn how to have a better relationship with it, but is it possible to, um, to disappear it? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you have right now the answer, let's say, the first thing that pops in your mind, yeah, your intuition will tell you, what would be the answer? Uh, I, I think it's, um, it's courage and it's persistence and compassion. So we feel whatever it is. And, you know, when we start trying to move toward a different place, a new place, a higher place, Mm -hmm. challenging ourselves and we hit the edge of our comfort zone and we feel those feelings. First of all, do we give up and fall back or do we keep going, but shut down? And neither one of those is a really effective approach, but can we keep going, but at the same time, apply compassion and love to that wounded part of ourselves until it eventually softens and realizes we're safe, you're okay, everything's fine, your life is going to be all right. And whatever that is, it's just old messages, old baggage that's been stuck inside. So I think it's patience, I think it's compassion, and it's a willingness to keep going or persevere in the face of it. Otherwise, you never get to face it and figure out what to do next. Beautiful, yeah, actually, I think these are actually the the two cures that are um, probably the most important right now in this coronavirus period, right? Like with this, all the chaos that is out, out there and like patience and, and curiosity and being like, um, what I'm hearing is like, like trust yourself and being, being there, like have love for yourself, right? Uh, I think these are like the most important. And if there is something like one advice that you would give to, um, someone, let's say that, um, Maybe coronavirus like uh, impacted his business or her business or, or life in general. What would you say to them? I would I would ask anybody who's suffering to reframe it, right? Mm-hmm. We uh, as long as you're suffering, it means that you're uh, opposing the reality against what you want the reality to be. 
And as Eckhart Tolle says, he says, what do you have against reality? Right? So, uh, well, but my business is failing. Okay. What do you have against your business failing? You know what? And, and if you can accept that, that may or may not happen, but if you can accept the reality of the moment, then you get to ask yourself new questions. Like what, um, what might I learn as a result of this? Mm. Well, it's a different way to interpret the experience I'm having. Uh, what can I do with the time that I can't use to build my business? What are the things that I've put on the back burner and I keep saying over and over, but I never got around to it. And here it is. We've got the coronavirus. I don't have, I, I can't go back to work. I've got all this time on my hands. What if I expressed gratitude for this wonderful gift of time and used it effectively? What if I uh, reached out to other people who are suffering and gave them comfort? What if I use this as a time to um, just offer uh, business acceleration opportunities to other people? Maybe what I'm going to do is I'm going to start sending out video testimonials to people I know without them asking for it. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of, a lot of if I can't receive, can I give? Yeah. Right. And, what, and every, to everything, there is a season. And if this is the season of lack, What can I do to embrace lack? What can I do to embrace what is? What can I do to embrace reality rather than fighting reality? Mm-hmm. And you'll know you're there when you're not suffering anymore. Even though the circumstances may not be, you know, what you originally planned on, you know, chances are you'll be okay. Chances are this too shall pass. Yeah. Yeah. The worst thing that can really happen, and I'm going to be probably harsh right now, but the worst thing that can really happen is you're going to die. If you're not going to yeah. die, then, then, then you're still fine. And what, what I'm hearing here is like, it's really valuable. And I want to highlight this is see everything as an opportunity. And yes. more than that, stay in a place of um, responsibility. Like, what can I do instead of like, oh, things are happening to me. What can I do to create the things in my favor, in my um, you know, benefit? That's beautiful. Yeah, you're right. We have, uh, we have lots and lots of choice about and how we frame or experience the things we're experiencing. So mm-hmm. why, why choose to be the victim? Definitely. Great. Thank you. Next, let's play then. Next round okay. is free. Stop. Okay. <laughs> it's for me now, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. Cool. So it says, choose one word to describe your ideal life. Okay. So for me, one word that will describe my ideal life is, um, I, I had this card, I think, in the third episode, and I said, like, um, uncertain or mysterious or wonder, right? But what, I, what I'm hearing right now, my intuition is telling me is spontaneity, like to be something like, oh, you know? So, okay. So now let's spin the wheel. I have in spirituality, spontaneity and spirituality. Uh, you see, I was, all my life, I was like looking to understand the matrix right like what is this matrix what is what way are really supposed to be here and i got to a point where i understand that spontaneity is actually um you know i was looking all the time or in the future too much or in the past too much not not being in the present so spontaneity what actually means for me spirituality is like being in the moment being spontaneous and like okay things like the door open okay i can be spontaneous and close the door or let's say my business goes down right like what happened before the coronavirus and i said in another episode like my business goes down okay what i can do 
exactly as you said before. Like, what I can do? How I can be spontaneous and um, instead of reacting um, to it was react or you know to create the situation. So yeah, that, that's what it means. Questions? So do I get to ask you a question? Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> so I love your answer. I, I think that's great. I think um, spontaneity represents being in the moment because how can you be spontaneous if your brain is busy trying to fight reality? So you're saying, I want to have a life that's spontaneous and my spirituality is, it all happens in the now. So, uh, but for a lot of us, what happens is we you know, we get stuck in our heads. We, we have a difficult time, you know, accepting what is and then reacting or responding quickly and appropriately, spontaneously. So what are your, uh, what are your tools? What are your exercises or practices that allow you to uh, develop yourself as a more spontaneous person? Right. So um, I'm using, um, uh, in my coaching, we're using a, a system called the graph. And that system is basically just a small, um, let's see, spoiler here, is that um, it's a combination of all of these, um, like mandala, itching, astrology, and all of these we, people can Google and discover more about it. But what, what is really the core is that it shows you, let's say, who you really are. Like based on the astrology and all of this calculation, it creates a graph, like your own map, and you can understand, like, let's say, why things are happening to you. And there are some centers that, uh, in my case are open so what what does it mean open it means that i can be influenced by the people outside me or by the you know the energy around me if we go more in spirituality so i can understand when my mind starts to kick in and i'm for example let's say i'm trying to be certain too much or i'm trying to people please too much or i'm trying to um be fixated on finding a direction or a, a specific way of doing things i know that my mind kicks in and i go like like out of the track so i got uh, i got the understanding through this and i can um, i can catch myself when i'm doing that ah. and that helps so, because it's your individual chart and you have a better understanding of that yeah. your where your tendencies are you could go back to that chart and it's kind of like a touch point for you it's like a reminder to exactly. be more mindful about these tendencies yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and oh, there yeah, you go again getting in my head <laughs> exactly yeah and nice. there are a lot of tools. I mean, people can go on, uh, you know, um, MBTI, like system personalities, and they can find more. But for me, this, I found it like the most useful. It's like my map. I know yeah. when things are not happening as I want, it's because maybe I'm not responding to something. Or maybe I'm too rushed to do things. And uh, I'm trying to force things instead of like waiting to, you know, waiting for a response from outside. Yeah, that's weird. I have this tendency to go out and create things like I created this podcast, like boom, a click of a finger in, in, in two days, boom, guest, having guests, having the podcast, yeah. everything, you know, and, uh, and things happen. It, it can happen like that, but, but sometimes I can go like that and then hit the wall and then I get frustrated. Well, that's good. That's great insight. You know, they, you, we say you, um, you can be willful or willing. Right? Yeah. And, you know, somebody like yourself and myself as well, where our default, our, our natural tendency is to be willful. I've got to do it. I've got to get it done. And it makes us very good at getting things done. But sometimes when you hit an obstacle or there are things that you can't get done, then you need to sort of step back and kind of wait for the door to open instead of trying to push on it. Yeah. That's great. Love it.
yeah, things are things are happening. It's just us that we're trying to force it too much, and then you know, instead of like waiting for the space to be created, we're trying to push through the break and through the wall. So yeah, right. Cool. So one more round, Doctor Steve. Please tell me uh, when to stop. Okay, so Why, we keep getting this. There we go, six. I like that. Contribute. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now please read the card. <clears throat> to the player and ask a question that will create an action plan for their next goal. So I guess you're the person I'm asking, mm -hmm. since you're the only player here. Um, um, so it's uh, shoot, ask a question that will create an action plan for your next goal. Um, well, I guess I have to ask a couple questions. First of all, do you have a goal? that you'd like to accomplish. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next question I would ask is, um, and I guess I'm not doing it with one question. I've got to do a few questions. Well, should I tell you my, is, should I tell you my goal and then we can do? Yeah. Okay. Let's so, do so I, I, we already had this question, I think in the third or and fifth episode. So my goal is, um, Dr. Steve, I want to, basically I want this uh, podcast to reach 1 million people. And one okay. million people to be inspired and empowered to, you know, fulfill what they want to fulfill. Like that's what the podcast is about. So that's that's my goal. And um, in addition to that, uh, yeah, I, I want I want this to. Uh, let, let's go with one million people. Yeah, that's my goal. Okay, the goal is getting one million people. So here's a question: um, Have you been able to track how many people have been joining the podcast and the growth of the podcast? Yes. Okay. And is the, is, is the trajectory, the angle of growth, one that will get you to a million in your lifetime? Oh, I don't want in my lifetime. I want this year. <laughs> okay, that's fine then. So, uh, uh, so then let's talk about that. So yes. this year, um, where, are you seeing the numbers growing exponentially? Are you having the numbers double periodically? Uh, so we just started a podcast last week, last Thursday. And uh, we already have like a couple dozens of, of downloads. So the trajectory, I think it's going good. It's, okay. For me, if you ask me personally, because I'm like the, the kind of faster guy, I would say that it's too slow. <laughs> but yeah, as we said, allow the time to, to be the time. And um, um, I think the, the number one thing that is important here is not, is is to be focused on the content and to be focused on the, um, you know, having guests and having episodes. If I don't have episodes, if I'm not posting, I can have one episode who has a hundred thousand uh, downloads, right? But mm -hmm. if I have ten episodes who had like, let's say, has like uh, ten thousand each, that the, the growth is bigger, right? So you, so you view the um, like the quality of each show and the in, the intrigue of each show. If you concentrate on that, that will naturally draw a, a crowd. Yeah, I believe that uh, is all about the, the guest and the quality of the content. Because okay. what we said, we want to bring the best minds of our times. We want yeah. we want this to be a different experience for everyone, new, fun, and different. So, um, it, is. it is. Yeah, thank you. And yeah, that's that's what we 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 want. I want. Yeah, that's what I, I believe we want to. We need to focus right now on on guests. And yes, we're tracking. So we do. Okay. This. So, the, so there's one more question I would ask. I ask everybody that I coach, whether I'm coaching them in, in their awakened state or, you know, my one, part of my work is hypnosis, using hypnosis to help people tap into their subconscious and use that to accelerate their growth or their healing or their wellness or their, um, their financial success. So the question is, what might be in the way? 
what what do you anticipate what do you know about yourself that might be the thing that's going to stop you what stopped you in the past what stopped me in the past um hmm. giving up not being consistent that's a great answer so so here's the question when if you could identify what it feels like just before you give up right maybe you feel discouraged or overwhelmed or frustrated mm -hmm. or or there's a feeling right and that feeling then leads to the decision so can you maybe uh choreograph a new uh way of responding to that same feeling if that feeling ever comes up again because it will yeah you know, it will. you'll eventually something's going to happen you're going to hit a wall uh, and it might be because you're meeting up against some old negative beliefs or maybe you're just working too hard. But at that moment, you've got to have a better strategy than you have in the past. Uh, and maybe the strategy is, okay, the next time I feel that way, I'm going to call somebody up or I'm going to take a day off and take a nap or I'm going to, you know, invent one new thing. So, so create a strategy that mm -hmm. will take you through the next time you encounter the same obstacle you used to. So that's great question <laughs> um <laughs> yes uh the strategy so i'm taking one day uh, every every week i'm taking one day off um Good. and yeah i allow time for me right uh and if there will be again i think the, the only thing that will really like what, what i discovered okay what something i discovered is that business everything every kind of business is just a numbers game so if you if you stop like going out and approaching people and messaging, you will lose the game, and that's what I did in the past. I, I was so focused on what I have right now, but I stopped focusing on you know getting more leads and getting more people and getting traction and numbers, right? Yeah. So if this will happen, which I think will not happen, it's just like going back to okay, it's time to to um, you know approach more guests and, and have more guests on on the on the podcast. So the, that's it. That's the strategy. Good. And it's a good strategy. And so in, in keeping with your desire not to overwhelm yourself, maybe you take that strategy and you say, okay, I'm going to build it in very small doses. Yeah. You know, maybe I take one hour a day or one hour every other day for that one thing. And then you build it into your calendar and it'll make you much more consistent in your approach. Definitely. Yeah. In chunks, I think. In chunks. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Great. Great. It's, it's an interesting game because it does, um, it, it does ask us to, um, you know, learn a little bit more about ourselves and think a little more deeply. Yeah. Good. Thank you. So one card, last card. Okay. It's mine. Let's see. Two. Okay. So this is the card which uh, has an image and I'm going to describe to the audience, Dr. Steve, what is the image about? Okay. And in the image, I'm uh, there is an so there are three umbrellas and there's a beach, and uh, there is a sunset. And it says, "How does this image make you feel?" Connect the feeling with the pointed area on the wheel. And the feeling, I don't know, just pop chill, relax. You know, like like that chill vibe mm -hmm. when you like you're on the beach and like no worries. So spin the wheel. Spirituality again. This is a deep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Must be. Yeah. So chill and spirituality. Um, hmm. It's a good one. 
Iya. Uh, for me, Chinese spirituality would be. Again, I was looking um, from throughout my life to to understand like what what does it really mean to be human, right? Like why we are here, why we are on this earth, and uh, in the end, what what I think no, what I think what is for me chill in spirituality is like my um, I don't know, not desire, but yeah, let's say desire that me to understand everything you know in the end life i think as i said before is just it's in the moment and it needs to be lived and understand that uh, it is what it is and you really can't do anything and uh, what what i got on the answer is that life is all about experiences we are designed and we are on deserve to experience money is an experience this game is an experience and we are all looking uh, for new, fun, and different experiences. If you really look at all the things that you want to do in life, they are all around this paradigm. New, fun, and different. You won't do mm. something that is not new because it's boring. You won't mm. do something that is not fun. Or you will. But if you do new, fun, and different, you, re- you definitely love it. You can do new and different mm-hmm. and it's still fine. But if you do new, fun, and different, that's it. Right. That's it, it, crea- it creates something. It creates something, and that's what it means for me. Chill in, spiritu- in spirituality. Right? To to be chill and to experience life as it is an experience. Gotcha, gotcha. I love it. Yeah. So here's. Um, I guess I get to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, have you ever noticed that if you're practicing some kind of a spiritual practice, whether it's meditation, or prayer, or, or consulting your chart? or contemplating have you ever noticed that sometimes you get kind of tense about it like for example uh, i remember one day i was i was supposed to be home meditating at 12 o'clock and i was running late and i was on my way home driving home and it was already 12 o'clock and i remember getting really tense i was like oh my god i'm not home in time to meditate mm. and then all of a sudden yeah. i realized and i started to laugh because the, the the idea of being stressed out about meditating is very funny <laughs> Mm. yeah so uh have you ever caught yourself um taking something really seriously that was actually meant to just be a relaxing moment definitely and um i think that's our uh, nature of humans to uh, get things done you Mm. know like we all want to get things done like oh i I hope i will get things done the truth is you will never get things done all the time there will be something new and i found myself um you know when Actually, today, and <laughs> that's so funny. Actually, today, like yeah. one, one hour ago, uh, me and my partner were supposed to do yoga, right? And mm-hmm. on the same time, I was supposed to go to, you know, uh, do my groceries. Yeah. And we had a window of 15 minutes. And she says, hey, let's do yoga. And I said, okay, we, we can't do yoga. Okay, let's do yoga. Okay, let's do yoga. The yoga was like 20 minutes. I was like, oh, no, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. So I haven't, I, I, I just like, I argue with her and I said, no, we, we're not doing anymore. And I rushed out and I went to do the groceries and then I found myself, why I did this? You know, what's so silly? <laughs> like, we were supposed to do yoga. So yeah, I found myself and it's exactly as I said at the beginning. It's like our nature to get things done. Yeah, yeah. It's versus be here now. Just be yeah. here now. So that's where chill and spirituality works for me. It's like, if, if I'm upset that I'm not meditating, then that's just the same as being upset that I'm not making more money or upset that I'm not, you know, uh, 
you know, people aren't treating me the way I want to treat them. It's, it's just one more version of not being in the moment, not being accepting. So that's where chill comes in. It's like, just chill out. Okay. So just do whatever you can. Just chill. Exactly. Yeah. Love Great. it. Thank you. Okay. So seems like the game is completed and we're going to complete it with the acknowledgement card. Okay. Okay, Dr. Steve. So in this uh, step, everyone will acknowledge you. Let's say if you are the, uh, you are the first one to be acknowledged. So I will acknowledge you for something that you have done in this round. So I want to acknowledge you, Dr. Steve, for, well, first of all, I want to acknowledge you for your, um, the way you see life as like fun, you know, and relax and chill and chill out. Like, come on, man. Like we have one life, right? And I, I also want to acknowledge you for um, the wisdom that you, you're showing here and the way you see things as they are and not put any meaning there. And this, this way of, of being that you're showing here, is like, it's so relaxing. It's such a pleasure to speak with you. And yeah, I acknowledge you for that. Thank you. I definitely take that in. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and, and it's not, you know, it's, it's not, uh, it's not something that came automatically to me. It was something that I've practiced, you know, to, um, not take things so seriously, you know, to just be, to realize it's almost like, you know, you little by little, you pull back from the things that you think are important and like, maybe they're not as important. Oh, maybe I could pull back a little more. Maybe I don't need this. Maybe I don't need that. Maybe it's all okay. No matter what. Yeah. Right. And that's that's the, the moment of freedom. So I want to acknowledge you, uh, first of all, for creating this game, uh, because it's awesome. It's a lot of fun and it's very, uh, very um, insightful or it makes us more insightful. Uh, and for your thoughtfulness that, you know, you um, as you play the game yourself, I can see that you really go inside and you think about what the connections are. And and for your honesty, your your vulnerability and your willingness to share those stories about your own humanity because I don't think it helps anybody if you play this game and you pretend that you've got it all together and you're, you know, uh, like nobody else could live up to your standard. Right. But we're all human. We all screw up. And, you know, if we could all learn to just put it out there and be okay about being wrong and be okay about making mistakes and, uh, and discover things from them, it's uh, the, you're a good example of that. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, and I and I really I, I received that and I got it. Uh, yeah, actually, perfectionist is is you know seeing your strengths and seeing your weaknesses and accepting them. That's yeah, actually yes, Voltura yes. means perfecting. <laughs> oh wow, very cool. Yeah. yeah, which is the process to perfectionist. And what we say here is that you don't need to do anything or to you know have something to be perfect. You're the perfect the way you are. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing to fix. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Our whole lives trying to fix ourselves, and there's nothing to fix. It's it's yeah. it's the cosmic joke, really. <laughs> Good. Awesome. So, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> Doctor Steve. Thank you for playing the Voltura game. You have finished the game. Yay! So, how was for you? How was the experience for you? I'm actually curious. Oh, I really enjoyed it. I would. Uh, I mean, I would play this again. Um, this would be, I mean, you could see how this could be like a great, like party game. You know, if you, if you have people around who are like thoughtful and want to like go deeper, if I had this, you know, like, is this like also like a physical game or is it only yes. online? Oh, really? so buy the box and open up the box and yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's great. I think that people should have this. It's a great game. Um, it, it, 
gives us insight and it can be fun and you get to know people better. So yeah, I thought it was great. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, actually, that's uh, that's what the game is about. It was uh, first and still is a, a physical product. So it's, okay. it's a real board game. And yeah, now we, we're doing this uh, online app version. <laughs> Good. Nice. Nice. So, Dr. Steve, I want to ask you three questions now for okay. our audience, okay? That is like curious to discover something about you. What is one successful mindset that you had, one successful behavior, and one aspect in your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Okay. Um, I, I tell people this all the time. I say, don't believe everything you think. You know, I, I've come to realize that my mind, like everybody's mind, is, um, is jammed full of um, misunderstandings about life, you know, old programs that are still running. And because they're running, we then, the way our nervous systems are set up, we find things that are consistent with what we already believe. Yeah. You know, if I don't think I'm good enough, well, then I could look for evidence and find it. It's pretty easy to find. But if I think I'm great, then I'll find evidence for that, too. So uh, when my thoughts are leading me uh, into a very self-deprecating um, place, then, then I remind myself, don't believe everything you think. These are thoughts. They're not you. They're just things that have been programmed in and have become habitual. Mm -hmm. So if I'm working with an individual, I always tell them the same thing. Don't believe everything you think. You may think it seems absolutely true, and it may feel true, but it's not true. And so that's been one of the most important things for me to realize. And that's, so that's my success. Um, what do we say? Mindset. The next question was my behavior. Behavior. Fix the mood before you fix the mess. So it's a, it's a, it's something that when you find yourself stuck with something, whether it's a, a fight you had with somebody else or a bunch of work that you need to get done or uh, some kind of a challenge that's been put before you, um, rather than getting obsessive about trying to fix the problem, check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. Are you prepared? Are you open-minded? Are you, are you open-hearted? Mm. And, and can you enter into whatever it is you need to do uh, from a place of what we call equanimity, which basically means non-judgmental awareness. Mm. And if I could do it, if I could walk into a situation and have my and be peaceful and have a sense of humor and be resourceful. Then I go in and I work on it. I fix the problem. But if I'm not in that place, I first go back and I fix that mood, fix the mood so that mm -hmm. I could go back to it. And you know what happens a lot of times, Alexandru, is that if you've got a challenge or a problem and you're working really hard to fix it and it doesn't work, if you pull back and just work on yourself and get into a better place and you go back to the problem, often, the problem's not there anymore. Yeah. And maybe it never was. Or it gets solved. It's actually about um, the subconscious yeah. mind, how you learn like um, yeah. optimally, right. like start yeah. the thing and then take a break and let the mind process. Exactly. Yeah. That's really helpful because yeah. that's a lot of our great thinking happens when we're not consciously trying to do it. It's just exactly. like bubbles up, bubbles up. So that's my second one. And the third question was, aspect on your lifestyle that made you who you are now? When I was 13 years old, uh, I was pretty, uh, I had bad self-esteem. I was insecure. I was anxious. 
um, and I didn't feel much of a sense of purpose in my life. And I felt, you know, kind of like a loser. And my mother was, uh, um, she loved Broadway shows and musicals. And she used to bring home the record albums from the musicals. And there was a show called Man of La Mancha. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it was a show about Don Quixote, the, the character from the, you know, from the old novels from the 1500s. Um, and there's a song in, in there called The Impossible Dream, to dream the impossible dream. And that song was almost like a, um, like a call to action my life. It really, you know, I identified with the character who was a little bit odd and a little bit of an outsider, but instead of feeling bad about himself, he would just give goodness and joy wherever he went. And he's in that song, he described how, you know, to, uh, to be willing to march into hell for a heavenly cause. Yes. I'm willing to feel uncomfortable feelings if it's going to be of value, if I'm going to be able to help someone. And so my life has been guided by that. I think if I look back, I think that, you know, even when I wasn't feeling great about myself, I always felt there was a certain, um, mission that I had to make other people's lives better. Mm. And, you know, they, it took a little while for me to catch up with it myself and start feeling better myself, but that's definitely guided my, my existence. Mm. And you're keeping that present all the time when you, when you're feeling down. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So it's really good to have, um, uh, in NLP, we call it uh, anchor, right? To have yeah. like an anchor, a mental anchor. That's right. Great. Good. Okay. So thank you, Dr. Steve. Now, the last thing is where can people find more about you? Sure. Uh, well, you know, my main website is my name, Steve Taubman. So it's Steve, T-A-U-B-M-A-N.com. And there you'll find information about my speaking and about my writings. And, and I've got a blog post there and a podcast. Uh, so you could read a lot of my work there. Um, the second thing is that uh, I've got a website that is bestofsteve.com, best of Steve. And if you go there, um, you can get uh, the first chapter of my newest book for free. And that's the new book is called Bulletproof. Uh, and it's about how to be, you know, how to, you know, not let things get to you. It's being more resilient in life um, so that you're not pulled down and knocked down and made to feel badly, but instead you stay the course and get the results you want and enjoy the process because you know how not to let the negative stuff in. And that includes the negative stuff that you're throwing at yourself as well as the negative stuff other people are throwing at you. So, um, so that's uh, available if you just go to bestofsteve.com. And the third thing I'll share is that um, I do what's called um, psychoneuroimmunology, which is body-mind healing. So using hypnosis and using uh, NLP uh, to help people to reframe their relationship with their bodies so they can basically accentuate their healing, improve their immune system, stop the progression of diseases, and make themselves more vibrant and healthy. So I've got a website for that, and it's suggestionhealing.com, suggestionhealing.com. So those are the three best places to find me, or on Facebook. All the links are in the description of this video so, or in this podcast. So it's perfect. Right. Nice Good. Nice. Thank you, Dr. Steve. Anything else you want to say before we complete the podcast? Uh, just thank you again. I wish everybody great success in their lives. And, you know, it's, the reason it's so great that this is a game is that it reminds you that life is a game and not to take it too seriously. So uh, play this game, play life's game, um, get off the battlefield and onto the uh, playgrounds of life.
amazing and really inspiration. Thank you, Dr. Steven. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is the ninth episode of the Voltura Game Show. We are getting close to the tenth episode, like like in football, the number ten. <laughs> and yes, thank you for listening to this. If you like this episode, please uh, rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever platform you're reading, you're listening right now. Rate it with five stars and share in the comments or in in the review. What do you like about it, or what do you think we can do to make this? and create this as a better experience for you if it's possible of course <laughs> thank you dr steve and thank you have a great day thank you in the next episode of the voltura game show you will meet lauren lauren is a 23 years old serial entrepreneur and forbes top 20 entrepreneur who's driven by helping you succeed and reach your goals in all areas of your life see you in the next episode